Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. And I am your transformational lifestyle and business coach for creatives, Paulette Reese Denis. I am so excited to welcome another guest today, a mover and a shaker who's all into body love and fitness and just beautiful, glorious things. Uh, Stephanie Luares is with us today. <laughs> I had to have a little training on the last name, but it was good. <laughs> Stephanie, welcome. It is a pleasure to be with you today. And I, I love your pink. It just it oh makes my, God. my fun day. <laughs> it's a pink day. <laughs> yes, it is my favorite color. So all oh, good things. Right on. So, so first of all, where are you in the world? I am in Lake Havasu City, Arizona. Okay. So you're in some warmer climate? Well, not today. It's kind of windy and yucky, but yes, all the other time, everyone is very envious of our weather. I know. I know. I love living in Palm Springs. <laughs> well, so you're not too far away. Yeah, so I don't know where that is on the map. I'd have to look. So Lake Havasu City, fun fact, we're on the uh, western edge of Arizona where California, Nevada, and Arizona oh, yeah. meet. So oh, okay. we're, we're just like two hours away. Oh my gosh, we really are. We're neighbors. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So anyway, I'm so excited to have you here. And I love what you're doing and bringing to the world. And I want you to tell our people what it is you are up to. Well, I am the owner of Heart and Soul Fitness and Wellness. I'm a body positive personal trainer, fitness nutrition specialist, author and speaker, lots of titles to basically at the end of the day, I am here to help you feel good inside and out, whatever that looks like for you. Because we are all individuals, we all have different goals. And we all get there in very different ways. Right on. That's so good. That's so good. And, you know, as um, so I've been belly dancing for over 30 years. And I love the fact that it's for women of all sizes, all ages, all backgrounds, all body positive, body love. Everyone can move. Everyone can dance to be in love with yourself, with your body. So, so. How did you get into this niche? Well, I came into this space through my own personal journey of losing over 200 pounds without dieting. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did y'all hear that? That's amazing. And I, because I'm, I'm the person that's been overweight my entire life. I was put on my first diet at five years old five years old. So long time. I've been, you name the diet. I've been on it. I've gained and lost hundreds and hundreds of pounds in my life. And so I understand that diets don't work. They are not the answer, mm -hmm. but I agree completely. You know, we, we, I came to the point where something had to change and I was unhappy. Things looked really great on the outside, had the cute husband had the wonderful job, you know, well, it looked like the wonderful job, you know, that's a whole other story, <laughs> but you know, life looked good, but I 
was just existing. Mm -hmm. And I knew something had to change. I didn't know what it was. And being this linear person, this goal oriented person, I'm like, okay, well, what am I going to do? And I started out and I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to drink water. Like it. Okay. But it wasn't, I'm going to run out, get this big old gallon jug of water and these crazy water challenges. It was a six ounce cup of water in an obnoxious kitchen timer. Every time the timer went off, went to the water cooler at the other end of the office, filled it up back and forth all day long, just establishing that habit of drinking water. Nice. And then the next habit was instead of um, going through the drive through twice a day, it was going to cook at home. Doesn't matter what I'm cooking at home, but I'm going to cook at home. And then it was now that I'm cooking at home, let's get exciting. Let's look at what, what are, what are the recipes? What are the things we're putting in our body? Let's swap things out and really just changing those eating habits. I was starting to feel better at this point, feel different. Naturally, my body was just releasing weight because of these habits I was changing. Mm -hmm. And I was feeling like, okay, physical movement sounds like a good idea. <laughs> so now 200 pounds heavier than I am now, I was very close to losing my mobility. Mm. And so in my mind, the only movement that was possible was walking. So walk to the end of the street and back and I want to die. And I did it in flip flops because putting on shoes would have been just too much work. Damn. But it was then repeat that over and over, then around the block, around the neighborhood, building up that stamina. I come again to this point where I wonder if I can run. Now, this is a foreign concept because I'm the girl that fakes sick in gym class. Wow. And so can I ask you, how old were you at that point? I was in my um, er, my early 30s. I was about thir 33. And um, so I'm like, I wonder if I can run. And so I run to this stop sign. And again, it was that I want to die mm. thing. But something in that lit up in me. And I'm like, I got to figure out this fat girl running thing. And again, repeated process, building up over time. And it became 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons, marathons, jumping over into triathlon. And through that progression of building up that physical endurance finding that movement that I love mm -hmm. and that lit something up inside of me changing those habits. I, I, my body you know, let go of the 200 pounds without actually intentionally dieting. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it wasn't just the physical. It wasn't just the nutrition. It wasn't just the movement. It was, let's take a look at my emotional and mental health. What needs to be cleaned up here? I really wasn't 
taking care of the glaring issues in how I was coping with life. My relationship with food, my, the depression and anxiety that I was experiencing. I have PTSD and I wasn't utilizing the coping mechanisms that I could be using in a productive way. My spiritual life was very stagnant. I wasn't growing as a grown up, as a human. And so I was stuck. And so I needed to grow not only in that physical area, but bringing up that emotional health, bringing up that spiritual health in the same way. That's so intense and so beautiful and so perfect because it's all related. And, and a lot of people don't connect those dots, right? Yeah. And then through that, was you know, working with my coach, working through my sports dietitian. That's where I came to get my personal trainer certification, my nutrition certifications, because I wanted to understand my body, what they were teaching me about myself mm-hmm. down the road as I'm growing, learning, changing, and seeing that now I'm in a toxic work environment, Uh, it was gaining the confidence to see this isn't where I need to be. mm -hmm. And I I was in a place of service. And um, I, I was a pastor. And so I was on a global level. Wait, so you were a pastor? Yes. And you weren't connected with your spiritual well, right? That that's a humbling place to be. Wow. That I, I was only feeding that spiritual growth to the capacity to teach and serve other people, mm-hmm. to teach the Bible studies, to preach on Sundays. I wasn't growing within myself. Wow. That's a hard realization Ooh. for anyone. And so when I realized that this was, this was a pretty toxic place for me to be Uh that, but I, I know that my purpose is a place of service, but through this process, uh, I realized that my purpose is still to serve, but to walk alongside people Uh in the experiences that I've had. So now taking what I've done through this journey of transformation and doing it with other people. Now, I have no expectation people are going to go out and become runners and triathletes and anything like (laughs) that. But there is that place where wellness is for everyone, that there is movement, that there is somewhere in that healing of your relationship with food that does apply to everyone. It does look different, but sometimes we need that support because it's not there in the $72 billion diet industry. It's not in the diet and calories plan that we're going to buy off the internet. Wow. And so... So how long ago was this 
or, or did this start? How, I mean, I don't know how old you are now. So this, this has been eight years in the process. Okay. I've been in business for two years now. Right on. And so your primary, uh, you're a fitness instructor, you're a nutrition counselor, mm -hmm. and you help women release these old weight stories. Mm -hmm. and, and so how does that, how, how, how do you do that? So I work with individuals, groups, and businesses, either one-on-one -on -one or in a corporate setting on movement, on nutrition, or the marrying of the two. Mm -hmm. And because we all have our idea of where, of how we want to feel and it's detaching it from that societal idea of it's a number on the scale or it's a particular size, but really getting deeper in, I want to reach a particular health outcome. It might be, I want to lower my blood pressure. I want to lower my cholesterol. I want to manage my blood glucose, but it could just be, I want to be more flexible. Mm -hmm. I want to keep up with my children or grandchildren. I want to not be constantly in pain from this oh. chronic condition. Right. There are a lot of ways that when we dig a little bit deeper, there are things around our relationship with food, particular movement, our mindset that we can take small actions that get us to that place of how we want to feel that are completely independent of the scale. Mm -hmm. That's so good. It's so important because it's not, I mean, the word diet right? The word diet has so many different connotations. Yes. Now I love the word diet. When I think about my diet, my food intake, my, right. right? It's a beautiful thing. It's not mm -hmm. like I'm on a diet. Yes. Right. But I think that has got so construed. Um, and, um, I got like so many things going around in my head right now. It's so good. It's so juicy and it's so freaking important. The work you're doing is so important. Um, so how do you reach your people? So uh, I reach people through referral, through mm -hmm. social media, through places like this, where yeah. people listen to amazing podcasts and they're like, Hey, I, I need to have a conversation. Yeah. Uh, networking, you know, there there's so many different ways in 2022 how how people get connected and it fascinates it, me. It's it's pretty freaking amazing. I mean, even this, you know, I just I love Zoom. I love connecting this way and just the way that that COVID has made us reach into different ways to connect and be present and so good. Um so tell me, what do you do for yourself every day? So I love the, I love the topic of self-care. I love to know what people do. <laughs> you know, the, the most important thing is that morning and evening routine. Mm -hmm. And the, especially that morning routine, 
because it grounds me for the day. And it's not that regimented that between this time and this time, all these things have to happen and they have to happen for a certain amount of time. But there are those things around my spiritual study, around movement, around nourishing myself, around hygiene, around my intellectual pursuits that happen in some capacity, whether it's two minutes or two hours, you know, it, it, as long as they happen, then I'm good, but they need to happen for me to be full and ready to pour into everyone else. Because if I don't have those things, then something is missing. And I'm, I'm not together. I'm scattered. And it's like you didn't turn on your brain. And when it becomes, um, becomes a habit, but a desire, and then it also becomes non-negotiable. Exactly. Right? Like, I am the best thing in my life right now, and I have to do these things so I can bring you the best. And that was one of the most painful but powerful lessons for mm-hmm. me to learn. Because I it, it was a very big mind shift for me to understand that it was not selfish to put myself first. Yeah, right, right. It's able it is selfish to serve in a beautiful anyone way. else. It's so that's the thing too. There's another word, selfish. Yeah. It has a bad connotation. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's not. It's we have not. to be. We have to be selfish and take care of ourselves first. Yes. So we can show up in the world. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. It's not a bad thing, people. <laughs> yes, it, 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 it took me, I, and I don't have the timeline, but it took me so long to reconcile that guilt that it's okay, that there is nothing wrong. And I, I think as women, somewhere along the line, we, we got that message that we can't do that. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, so what is next for you? No, wait, no, no. First question is, so are you still pastoring? So, uh, I am now in a different denomination. My husband and I are still ordained and we are leaders in that church, but we are not the lead pastors. Mm -hmm. So we have stepped back. We are still leaders and ordained, but not in the, the the buck doesn't stop with us anymore. And we, we absolutely like it like that. Perfect. And so your, your, your main gig is doing your coaching and yes. Awesome. Awesome. And what has been hard? What's been that, but what's been the hustle? What's been hard? The hardest thing for me is having the confidence to know that this is the right thing Mm. because I have everyone around me telling me that, but to, because 
um, being a pastor was my identity for so long. Mm. I went from college to seminary to into that vocation. I never knew anything else. Mm -hmm. So to now be a small business owner in, in charge of it all is, is very different. And so it's, it's still, and I I don't like the idea of imposter syndrome, Mm -hmm. but I'm, I still get a little bit stuck in that. Uh Yeah. All right. So cool. So what's next? What's next? Well, it's, it's continuing to grow my business. Um, I brought on an assistant to support me in the back end last year. I'd love to continue to grow, you know, continue to grow things on the personal side. Um, I, I continue to race COVID kind of stuck a pin in that for the last couple of years. But I have a couple half Ironman races on the calendar this year. So I'm very excited to travel and get going on that again. Oh, woman. <laughs> That's very exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm very envious. <laughs> I'm working on it. I love to run. Yes. And you live in an amazing place to do so. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, also as a movement motivator and a dancer all my life, and I know how important movement is to our well-being so it's so good to see you like what's your favorite form of movement running or I enjoy running because it and cycling because that that long distance like that's where I find my peace because Mm -hmm. I can sort out the world in Mm -hmm. motion but when I'm looking at something like short bursts like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. For me, I like stretching Mm. and yoga, but just, you know, moving my body in different ways, Mm -hmm. just seeing that, that magic in how our body was created and how it can move fascinates me because you, when you discover, oh, I can now move in a different way. Like it, it's almost startling some days. Yeah. And you know, it's so, I mean, you're, you're a bit younger than me, but I've been doing this a long time and, you know, it just brings so much joy and freedom in the body, but also in the spirit, the soul, the mind, you know, everything just to move forward with an open heart and the, the joy of moving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So good. Okay. Wow. This has been great. I'm so excited for you and my friends out there in heart and hustle land. What are you thinking? What do you, you know, what do you want to ask Stephanie? (laughs) So I'll, I'll give you all her contacts for sure. And um, thank you for being here. And thank you, Stephanie, for sharing your journey. And, you know, it it can be vulnerable and uh, enlightening. I mean, there's so much involved in sharing a journey like this, but also stepping into that role, that powerful role of being a guide and, and because of your past stories, you know? So um, I love that. And 
That was good. That was so juicy. Yes. Thank and you. I'm so excited for you, you know, not only about the work you're doing, but about you and how you're treating yourself and loving yourself. Thank you. And that is a powerful place to be. <laughs> All right, my friends, thanks for being here. I am Paulette Ristini. We are here with Stephanie Luaris. And until we meet again, uh, let us know what you think and many blessings. Mwah! Love you. <laughs>